It's it's starting. The new podcast is starting. Wow, it's episode six. If you say it's six. The Complete Guide to Termina. Yeah. The podcast about you go to a wacky upside down world and there are masks and there's a moon. That's Today true. the topic is Termina Field. Yeah. We have to talk about the connective tissue. Indeed. Uh, now, the order I wanted to do this in might be different from the order you wanted to <gasps> oh, do Oh, we didn't in. talk about this. I have an idea for the order we should do it in, and uh, let's see if they align. Okay. So I've organized it into the like exterior of Clock Town, just kind of up against the walls, then around in like a clockwise formation, northeast, southwest. Wait, northeast to southwest? North to east to south to west. North to east to south. Do the to north west. side, then do the east side, then do the south side, so then do the I west side. I agree about going rotational. I was going to start from the south and work around. Okay. But it does not matter. I can. We, we, we will be doing it in that kind of an order regardless. Okay, but then talk let's about decide the by out- playing rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors? That's right. Rock, paper, scissors, rock. Shoot. Oh. Okay. You have to, because we can't see each other, we have to. Okay. So you have to actually say it instead of shoot. Okay. Okay. I say it on three. Hold on. Yes. Rock, paper, scissors, scissors. Ah. Okay. All right. Well, you have to talk about the uh, outside of the uh, clock down first, because you have a lot to say about that. Here's what I have to say about. First of all, you leave Clocktown through one of the exits. No matter which exit you go through, one of the first things you're going to see is a choo-choo. And we didn't talk about choo-choos yet. We didn't have a reason to, but now there are choo-choos. And um, there weren't choo-choos in previous games, right? This is the parthogenesis of the choo-choo it's not what parthogenesis what does parthogenesis mean that's the word that came parthogenesis parthenogenesis is when a a creature is able to give birth like a without a partner so like whiptail lizards there are no male whiptail lizards they just have genetically identical offspring virgin birth are there choo-choos that divide in half and become more windmaker has those most certainly that would not be parthenogenesis that would be meiosis or something oh okay uh no but this is where choo-choos come from uh prior to this zelda had a bunch of different slime enemies but they had different names yes they're Uh, like zoles or something you had zole and gel which are the traditional zelda one style uh which i think i know the origin of now maybe uh we should talk about it sometime and then zelda 2 had bits and bots which is a great name and they never come back and then no. Zelda, oh, Zelda three, Link to the Past has some weirdo slime enemies that I don't remember the names of. It has, um, what are they, Cukemen, or is that what they are after you? Oh, it also has them. Buzz Blobs that turn into Cukemen. Buzz Blobs, um, which are kind of along those lines, yeah. I think. Uh, we should and talk then... about slime sometime. Okay, we'll do a slime episode. Okay. Uh, Choo Choo's, though... In this game, they are creepy, leering slime enemies. 
I don't think they get enough credit for establishing the mood of this game because they're all over the place and they're always just kind of staring at you almost with their tongue hanging out. They're super creepy uh, and they tell you that this is not like a friendly cartoon medieval adventure world. This is gross. Yeah. There are also, um, around the clock town walls, there are murals for each of the quadrants that kind of match the murals on in the inside uh, for each side of the town, um, which is a detail that's kind of too big to see most of the time. Uh, as you're zooming around clock town, you don't really pay attention to what color the murals on the walls are. You're just like, oh, that's a decoration. I do not pay attention to them. That is true. There are also some slight architectural variations to the uh, different sides of the town. Um, But there are also features that are the same. They have the same kind of like guard towers on top of each exit. And they have the same gate shape with a different kind of mosaic design for each quadrant. And there's like a flower for the swamp and shells or something for the ocean and a mountain for the mountain and just a checkerboard design for the canyon it's cool um you can see the tops of some buildings from outside and like when you're in no clip you're like oh that looks like the same shape as the streets of the town because you can see it from above from down on the ground it's harder to get that um, impression like they definitely made an effort but because you're seeing buildings, the tops of buildings that you couldn't see in town, it's not really like you're noticing that it's the same, except in the case of the mayor's residence, which has a big banner that's the same what seen from within and without. Um, also, there's sort of like a sidewalk going around the town, like just adjacent to the gates or adjacent to the wall connecting the gates. And there's these symbols on the sidewalk that are just like line, dot, circle, line, dot, circle. And when I noticed these the first time, I was like, oh, this might be some cool language. I'm going to transcribe this and translate it. And it's a very regular pattern of like four lines and in one circle. And I realized that this is actually this pattern that goes around the outside of a clock in the many clocks that you see. Okay, okay. So these are just the, like, second or minute tick marks that are, like, on the ground out around the town so that the clock town is actually a big clock. The town itself the is a clock. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so I guess when the, the clock tower turns sideways for the carnival, I guess it kind of turns into a big hand on that clock, although... Clocks don't usually have hands. Well, well, they're like whatever. concentric circles, so that makes sense. Let's hope it makes sense. I think it makes sense. Uh, anything else around Clock Town? I have a note that there is a quest to change the colors of gossip stones. This is one of the uh, less exciting and more tedious pieces of hearts. Uh, pieces of heart where you uh, you have to find four different grottos that each have four gossip stones in them yeah there's a and 
a ton of gossip to... stones all around, but there's oh yeah, and a ton of grottos all around Germina Field, uh, and in them there are four that have a set of four gossip stones, and each one wants a different song, or no, rather uh, they all want the same song. I think they all want to be the same color. Yeah, and do you play like the Deku song with the Deku guy to each one? You pick or one. Or do you have to switch it up? No, you pick one and you do it to each one. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, so that's fun. I mean, no, it's not. It's it's weird. It's a weird quest. Uh, I wanted to point that out. Although I don't think on this podcast we will remember to point out each art piece you can get. That's probably almost certainly true. We've probably forgotten some already. Because we've yeah. talked about mini games and we don't get into prizes that much. Unless they're really exciting. Um, Termina Field is, it feels very Nintendo 64. Yeah, it's actually from a game that was originally released for the Nintendo 64. Okay, listen you, listen you. I'm saying it's more, it's very emblematic of 64 game design in my mind that, like, it's almost like a unnecessary space in a lot of ways. Hmm. They put a lot of stuff. It's it's. It exists because Ocarina of Time had a big overworld. Had had yeah. had a big Hyrule field. They had to do a big field here, but here, it's so uniform. And just odd. It feels very of its time. I think. Um. I haven't thought too much huh. about this, but it just feels very dated in how, like, uniform and... Tell me what you mean by uniform. Well, it's completely, like, 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 uh, what's the word? It's round. It's, yeah. <laughs> you know, everything in Termina is the cardinal directions. Um, There's no, like... I'm not sure where I'm getting with this. It reminds me a lot of... It had me thinking of Conker's Bad Fur Day for some reason. Oh, interesting. I, I never played that one. It's not a great game, uh, but it's another game that also features kind of a weird overworld that feels kind of perfunctory. Okay. I don't I don't have a thesis here. This is just... it. it okay. I, 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 I'm trying to diss it, I guess. Okay. Well, like, it also serves as a playground for some of your abilities, though. And there's a couple interesting true. things here. I think that, like, a Zelda game traditionally needs a an open space that connects stuff. I feel like if you just, like, left the town and you went down, like, a corridor into the corresponding area... um that wouldn't be as fun well and that's how if you look at the lineage of like 3d zelda games that come after this you know wind waker has its own thing going on twilight princess sure. takes a much more maximalist approach compared to uh this game specifically which I, this is like a more minimalistic version of this okay um in that twilight princess has like four giant overworlds that have nothing in them <laughs> okay. um and then you have the it springs back in the other direction where you have 
Skyward Swords, which just doesn't. Hmm. There's there is no overworld in Skyward Sword. There's a flying area and some playgrounds, but like there's no connective tissue otherwise. And then, you know, Breath of the Wild is its own completely different beast. So this being like, okay, we are obligated to put this in here. It makes sense to put this in here, but we're going to make it like just very direct in what we're trying to do here. Four cardinal directions, fill it up with something interesting. Don't try and make it feel like a real place. Well, there's there's a I think there's a tiny amount of service to making it feel like a real place or like i don't know what you think uh, what it's, you mean by real this place. is the most video gamey one of these overworlds okay. has felt that might be right yeah this is a this is a diddy kong racing overworld kind of thing where yeah okay like now this, you're talking my language the beach turns into the the snowy valley turns into the canyon maybe that's where um, i'm getting at it just feels very it's it feels very Disneyland farcical, yeah. Um, I think that there's like there's a very conscious sort of Disneyland a, a approach to the design. Um, anyway, the, well, no, I I want to get more into this. Okay, because I feel like I don't want to fault this game for having a like hub type overworld. No, thing. and I don't think it's entirely a fault. It's just. This game has different priorities. It, they could have done a more organic sort of terminal field. Yeah. yeah. Where it wasn't just open space with a few cool things and then like walk from this to, to, to this. But like if you do, if you look at not at 3D Zeldas, but you look at the 2D things before this, there is always like the field. I feel like the space in between all the cool things mm. is an important part of the world that creates a sense of scale and adventure. I hadn't really sized this up next to some of the 2D stuff, and I'll have to think about that more because there are things in this game that very much feel more in tune with Link to the Past specifically than maybe Ocarina of Time. Oh yeah, interesting, yeah. But we'll get to some other things like that later um the there are definitely like lands it's kind of like there's going to be a snowy place over here there's going to be an ocean over yeah. there and there are transitions that i feel like you pull out of the imagineer's handbook mm -hmm. to say this is the like sandy place but this is the snowy place and you have to have like a sandy snowy strip in the middle but then you can be full on as long as the camera is pointed this way or that way um, and there's also the Disneyland concept of mountains, kind of. Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. Because you're not able to see Snowhead from Termina Field. You can see Stone Tower, which is an awesome choice because it makes it look so huge and imposing. You can't see the Woodfall Mountain thing, which is an odd choice. I feel like they could have gotten away with that. And although you can't see the Great Bay Temple, you can see Pinnacle Rock, at least in the 3D version. Mm. You can just kind of barely see Pinnacle Rock down the road to the bay. 
So there's a sense of there's a landmark over there. There's there's a, I'm I'm gonna head toward that thing when I get over there, at least <laughs> in the east and west directions. Let's talk about oh, let's talk about the sky, Zach. Oh, okay. What's in the sky, Ryan? Well, there's a big moon. True. There's the sun, and it comes up in the east and it sets in the west. And after it sets, you know what's up in the sky? I don't. Well, in Sunset Boulevard, we found out that they're immortal. They're the stars. Oh? And you can see the Big Dipper, and I think you can see Orion. And you can see a bunch of other, like, white stars that aren't attached to any um, constellation. And what we found out about these stars is that they are randomly placed based on your name oh. that you type in. Those are Cal Penn's stars. Oh, wow. Okay. And didn't you link me to this tweet a year or two ago? Probably, but I've completely forgotten this. There was a tweet about this that got really big in 2019, or like last year, 2021. Um, then someone pointed out that uh, there was another tweet about it in February 2019 that got slept upon. And some article claims that this was first discovered um, in 2012 by Glitterberry. Oh, okay. Glitterberry, whom we know from translating a bunch of interviews and stuff. There's some interview with developers where the developers come out and say, I guess, I can't find the interview. I just find people referring to it. Um, yeah, you're, the stars are randomly placed based on your name. And... Um, I guess the people who found out about it most recently found it in the code and were like, what is this doing? Oh, it's placing the stars. That's cute. So that's very cool. It's really neat. I don't know how to look up in the three. How do you go first person in the 3DS version of this game? Um, it's a button on the lower screen with like okay. an eye on it. Yeah, That's probably why I couldn't find it. I remember yeah. looking for it uh the other day and was like i don't actually know how to look up <laughs> but i didn't want oh, to admit need, it till now you need to look look at stuff in first person to see all the cool details and advertisements that they put all over everything yeah. you need to play the game again now that you know that all right um let's talk about the north side of terminal field the north side of terminal fi- terminal terminal field uh-oh terminal field goes to snowhead um mm-hmm. and it kind of rules i like this area it has like snow and mountain peaks. It also has mushrooms. So the textures in the 3DS version on these things make them seem like they're stone. I don't think they are actually. They're, no, they're not. They, they're not. I plant. believe that they are actually stone, but, but they're they mushroom are shaped. Really mushroom shaped yeah. in a way that is odd. It's like at some point this must have had water flowing through it which ate away at the I, geology happens? yeah yeah like um the age 233 in riven i was thinking about riven this week um something yeah um i like the idea that a river was flowing through there because there's like a valley there that is not easily explained yeah it's a submerged area um that's that's interesting there- of course down in that valley, 
there's Dodongos yeah. just walking around. There's Dodongos. They put Dodongos in the game. And they put them in the snow area, which yeah. is cool. Well, it's also the in, mountain area, so I think that's That's true, that's but how my head like, sorts it. They go from volcano monsters to snow mountain monsters, and I think there's a a, a somewhat of an effort to recontextualize the guys that we're bringing back from other games. Yeah. Now they're going to be, we kind of, like, kind of not palette swap, but you know what I mean? Yeah. We give a new spin on to things. Um, There's and also, like, oh, good. Just to have the Dongos, which were like mini boss type enemies in Ocarina of Time. Now they are just guys just like on the overworld. That's pretty trippy. That's a cool recontextualization. Yeah. There is a grotto over here that has a pair of Dodongos that are oh, sort yeah. of a mini boss. There's actually yeah. like a few more. There's like three I can or think four. of two. There's like different little mini boss grottos in the area or yeah. in, in the in the field. There's that one. There's one with a pea hat. Yes. Which is the only place a pea hat shows up in the game, which is delightful to me. Yes. So strange. And then there's one that's like boring that I'm not even worth talking about. No, tell me what it is. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, there's about. like a pond with a bunch of lily pads with the Dekubabas that hang underneath okay, it. Okay, that that's to... not even in the same category. That's a completely different thing. Eh, my... That's not a mini boss hole. It's like the... I put it mini boss in air quotes in my notes. Yeah, it's not anyway. as cool. Um, there's also... The... There's at night, yes. instead of Dodongos, there are weird snow monsters that throw snowballs at you that are... It, they're the equivalent of the giant dogs in Deadly Premonition, almost. Like, if you hang out too late, then this inexplicable monster will show up and start wrecking you. But they mm. don't murdelate you like the giant dogs do. Um, they're called Yunos, right? I don't know. I never bothered to, like, have Tattle tell me what they were because they struck me as so aberrant, weird creatures that should not be. That I was like, ugh. Enos. Sorry, Enos. How do you spell that? E-E-N-O. Cute. That's just directly the Japanese. All right. It probably is some... I forget what snow is in Japanese, but I think it's something like that. There's a, a wall down there with an ocarina staff on it. Yeah, this is cute. And there's like a random ocarina song painted on the wall and if you play it then rupees appear i don't think it's random i think it's the the prelude of light oh i thought it was always something different oh maybe that's the case when i did it earlier it was prelude of light maybe it is just a random song each time well i forget there's also this is the detail that people love to point out that i don't think i've ever actually experienced there is a bird flying around the clock town walls who supposedly will drop money if you play the ocarina for it but i've never seen it happen <laughs> i've never sought this out uh, there's one last thing up north here uh and at night on top yeah. of one of the mushroom guys there's a a ghost ah a g -g 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 ghost yeah we've we've talked about this ghost before obliquely this is kamaro 
uh, Camaro, a really cool guy, um, an ex- extremely good quest. When you think about like quest design is like, well, you've got to have the beginning and the middle and the end. You have to have this go over here and then we want to have them kind of go over here. This one is super simple. It really tries to lead you along it as as easily as possible and you get the reward as very simply um in a world of big long quests this is a perfect like tutorial quest yeah you just talk to kamaro and he speaks in very flowery cool language that's another very good feature of this quest and he more or less explains that he wants you to heal him he's sad that he's dead without passing on his great dance and you can oblige because you have the song of healing that puts his soul to rest and turns him into a mask and then like we said in the west Clocktown episode you can use that mask to dance for those girls who are dancing to the same song that kamara dances to and you get a piece of heart the kamaro mask is creepy it's like it's, a well in the original it's just like you have a blank face and then Kamaro's neck and head stick out of your forehead. Yeah. Which is plenty creepy on its own. In 3DS they say, well, that doesn't really make sense. I think that the Kamaro part should be like violently stitched onto the top of it. Like a Frankenstein and I don't like it as much. I it's think almost it's going like too hard into those gnarly dark. It could just be like a mask. It could just be like a headband almost, but no, they make it cover your face. Oh yeah, that would be fun to see it as a headband, and like people are talking to your head coming out of your head, like that's the real you, and yeah. ignoring your normal face. That's fun. They have. Masks Let's do our don't... own version of this game. Well, we, that, we'll just put that on the Etsy shop. Okay. Yes. Um, Let's go east. East. I want to say the transitions between quadrants are pretty good. Like, they they handle it well. They change. It's still a wall of rock, but it changes shape from jagged cliffs to smooth, like, water-worn canyon. Um, the east side is all arid and, like, deserty. There are real bomb chews here. So, which came first, the real bomb chew or the fake bomb chew? The fact that Termina might be, like, a fake dream world complicates this. But I certainly think the intention of the game, when you interpret it without getting caught up in dumb meta timeline stuff, is... This is what this is where palm chews come from. They're based on these creepy rats. Um, the the real bomb chews came first. Someone invented a mobile bomb thing uh, based on them. That became wildly popular, and real bomb chews became so obscure that when you run into them, you call them real bomb chews. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're delightful, uh, and they're, they're it, so creepy. They're 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 really gross, and the the bomb is like attached to the tail. Yeah, 
I know Zelda Wiki calls there there's rats that show up in other Zelda games that just carry bombs. And oh yeah, it'll, yeah, that's it, it'll call those bomb chews, but like that's not the same thing. <sighs> that's no. not the same thing at all. That's just a rat carrying a bomb. That happens all the time. What doesn't happen all the time is a rat with a bomb attached to its tail. Yeah. Um, at night, there are bubbles here. Classic enemy. Bubbles are classic enemies. Weirdly, a floating skull with bat wings is one of the less creepy things in this world. Yeah. Uh, it's because it's just like a classic gothic horror thing instead of being wrong. That's like a choo choo or a real bomb choo or an Eno. Um, in this game, bubbles will curse you. Yeah. So that you can't swing your sword, which I always want to say was also true in Ocarina of Time. But no. It's not. They skipped it for Ocarina of Time. See, this, this game pulls in a lot of the 2D stuff. Yeah. Because that's, that's an LOZ classic. Link to the Past has a version of this, but it's slightly different. Um, there are columns marking the path toward the canyon. And they have creepy skull designs on them. The creepiness, aside from being skulls, is that they're done up so that each skull face is seen by looking at the column at a 45 degree angle. And that shows you like a skull face, but that the two eyes that you see are sharing eyes with the skull that you see. If you look at it from the next angle over, do you understand what I'm talking about? I do because I've seen it. Yeah, it's impossible to say out loud, Uh, but that's like an uncanny sort of thing. And it's good because that's, excuse me, that's the creepy um undead zone of the world it's not clear to me why ikana canyon is like all the architecture and stuff that's associated with skulls and undeadness when presumably it used to be a kingdom of alive people with skin alive alive people later alive people with skin can worship skulls i guess We'll, we'll talk about it more later. Yeah. We're not in Accounting Canyon yet. You can climb um, some of these pillars. I was going to ask you, because I've never climbed any of them. And then, and then I was looking at them in Noclip. I said, can I climb that? I should check. Or maybe I should just ask Zach. I learned it while playing it because I also was like, wait. I, I had to look it up, I think. Oh, because okay. I knew there was a grotto up on top of one. And I'm like, how are you supposed to get that? There's no, like... Hmm deku flower nearby to get up there yeah 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 and i looked it up and it's like no you can climb it and i'm like that's not that that's fake that's not true <laughs> but it's only certain sides of some of the pillars and they alive. look cracked like but like you should be able to climb it but like barely it's it's even on the well, 3ds version the difference is very slight okay um what's in the grotto that's on top of one of the pillars some bomb juice some like actual bomb so, shoes. So no, some some <laughs> inventory Mechan- bomb shoes. Mechanical or bomb, shoes. bomb shoes. Okay. Um. Cool. Okay. Fun. Uh, you can see Stone Tower from over here. We already talked about that. Uh, we can talk about how the observatory is over here, but you can only enter it by uh, growing a magic bean plant that will float you over the wall. 
which is so i mean i feel like i found a use for that in one of my runs i can't think of remember why i can't think of a single use case but i'm sure you found one yeah it's what is time sensitive that i was like this is the smartest way to get into (laughs) the observatory speed run strats maybe yeah but like I do when I'm playing games like this. I don't try to actually speedrun, but I set like conducts for myself where I'm like, I'm going to do this the most efficient way that I can, like me with my normal gamer skills. I'm going to, uh, the last time I played Majora's Mask, I didn't, um, I didn't use the song of uh, Inverted Time. So I was like, always under the tightest uh, time limit. And I tried to use um, the song of double time as little as possible so that I actually was experiencing the three-day cycle. And when there was something I had to wait around for, I thought, okay, what can I do with this time? And that gave me a chance to solve the little puzzle of how to be efficient. Hmm. And so I'm, I guess the beanstalk here helped me with that somehow let's go to talk about the south side well there's a one last thing here we're here real quick is there uh there's a guy in a tree oh yeah uh it's the part-timer right i don't think so i think it's one of the oh wait we might be talking about two different trees dang oh is there more than one person and more than one tree. I remember one of the um very generic like the guy who ends up in the Oceanside Spider House, you know, that super generic guy. I remember knocking him out of a tree. But you're right. I think the part-timer is in a tree sometimes, too. It is the part-timer. He's climbing up after some rupees. Yeah. And you can bang on the tree, and he'll fall out, and the rupees will fall out, right? This guy's got great pants. Does he? Yeah. These are some, like, vaporwave pants he's got going on. Huh. Is Majora's um, Mask the first Vaporwave game? Uh, Almost certainly not. We'll agree to disagree. What else is over here? Oh, also over here is a side quest we can talk about real quick. This is where the business scrub will pop out of a grotto. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, is this what you need? That, but that doesn't work. The bean sprout? You have to, like, watch him with the telescope. Watch the business scrub fly into this grotto. Yes. And then once he's in there, you can go down into that grotto, find him, and shame him into selling you a piece of heart. Yep. That's it. But having the, the having the beanstalk on the outside of the fence doesn't make that any easier. Dang. You're so close. Okay, let's south talk side. about the south side. South uh, side has some important stuff. area. There's a lot of like tall grass, so because it's like the overgrown zone. Gotta watch out and for Pokemon. Indeed, and you can fall into holes, and that's where the P Hat boss fight is. Yeah, but I think there's some like story stuff you want to talk about. Well, there's a cutscene. Okay. Um, where you know conceptually. The first time you complete your first cycle and then you're back to being uh, human Link, 
and you exit town, you're probably going to exit to the south because that's where you've been told to go first. first. Yeah. Yeah. And as you pass closer to the entrance to Woodfall, you'll see uh, some graffiti. And you're treated to a cutscene where Tattle is like, oh, hey, I remember when uh, Skull Kid and Tail and I uh, made this. It's a, it's just a drawing of them, the three of yeah. them. And you get a flashback of Termina Field where it's raining. And Skull Kid is underneath a overturned log that's still there. Yeah, yeah. Like inside of a giant overturned log. And shivering in the cold. But then Tattle and Tail find him. And they huddle together for warmth. And it's very cute. Yeah. And then you treat it to a very quick montage of them just hanging out. Yeah, fun times. Having fun times. Until you see uh, Skull Kid and Tattle and Tail sneak up on the Happy Mask Man who's asleep in the woods. The woods from the beginning of the game. Ah. It's the and origin the of him. Happy Mask Salesman has the Majora's Mask. Yeah, so... And Skull Kid decides to steal that mask. And then, in a very short time, off camera, Skull Kid wrecks everything in Termina. Uh, You know what? I was going to say that, like, because all the problems of Termina are that everyone blames Skull Kid for everything. I guess I was thinking that he did all those things and then he goes out of Termina to the beginning of the game to steal your horse. But I guess it's possible that some of his mischief was done, you know, while you were on your way to Termina or, you know what I mean? Yeah. the In the cutscene, Tattle mentioned something like, yeah, I knew he was up to mischief, but I didn't think he was doing anything that bad. Yes. So... A, a a prankster entity before uh having the evil mask in some capacity so um this is not this is only related a little bit to what i was saying and not to this cutscene. but i want to bring up before i forget uh there must be like times and places on in the termina map that you can't get to that place by that time uh, you can warp to all kinds of places, but like, say the top of Snowhead Temple, right? That's at the boss door. If there were an event that only happens there at 9 a.m. on the start of the first day, you would not be able to get there in time for that event, right? Like hypothetically, but I don't, I cannot think of a single example. Of course, they didn't put any events in the game that are impossible. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, it, it was amusing to me that, to think that there are limits to the, there are black areas on the space-time grid. Sure. Now, what were we talking about? A video game? South Clocktown. Or South, South Termina Field. South Termina Field. South That of giant Town. hollow tree, you understand, is foreshadowing Breath of the Wild. Where there are just giant hollow trees all over the place. I mean, there are hollow trees in Ocarina of Time. Um, there. Tell me where they are. I, all the all the doors in Lost Woods. They're oh, all that's logs. true. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is probably huh. just that asset. 
Ah, it probably is. There's a thing <laughs> here in this log I didn't know existed till I was looking at a map earlier. Uh, if you are in the middle of that log, you can hear moving, apparently. No. Oh, and there's a grotto underneath? There's a grotto with some cows underneath. I found cool. the grotto. I didn't hear the cows, but I was also like listening to music at the same time. So Okay, cool. Um, and there's ramps on either side of that log so that when you're Goron Link, you can do sweet jumps. There's a lot of... I, I, I know I was admon admonishing uh, Terminal Field a little bit, but it does exist as a playground to roll around really fast as Goron Link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because much of the rest of the game does not is not like wide open enough for you to really do sweet shredding as goron link yeah man they should bring that back um yes or there should be more uh majora's mask rom hacks that are like <laughs> goron links pro skater or goron link parkour where you're zooming all over the place um racking up points yeah, there there should be a lot of new things. They should keep doing things. Um, things are good. Who else is in the south side? So there's a there's a there's a bird. Yeah. That has a name. That name is Takuri. I know this bird. He's kind of a weirdo looking bird. He looks like he is bald. He looks like he has like yeah. There's something very archetypical about the depiction of this bird. Like you feel like you've seen this cartoon bird somewhere before. Um. It's like it, it's bald because it's like a vulture. It's, but he has like hair on the sides, as if it's like he's like a balding vulture. Balding vulture, yeah, yeah. Um, and like a, there's a look on his face that is very distinctly human, but not exactly intelligent. Um, I think it's communicating like some archetype of anime or japanese illustration that we americans just kind of have a very slim grasp on um but he will swoop down on you and steal your stuff yeah and he can steal like actual like important items yeah um he's nasty but and like the thing is he's not hard to get away from if you know what you're doing no because he's the thief bird, if you destroy him, he drops a gold rupee, which is 300 rupees, uh, which is great for grinding cash. And he dies pretty fast to like fire arrows or light arrows. So when you get to that point of the game where you're like, I need the heart piece for depositing 5,000 rupees, this is your go-to guy. I think he even respawns when you leave the field area and go back. I'm pretty sure that's correct. That. I'm pretty sure that's correct. Okay. And we know from before that because the items that Takuri steals end up in the curiosity shop that the two of them are in cahoots. Yeah, yeah. He Which is Takuri doesn't have any lines, but he's a no. character, not just a monster. Yeah, or he is still a monster, but also a character. A monsteriker. Sure. That's all the talk about the west side. The west side is west side for life. Leads to the Great Bay. There are. This is the place where at the Clocktown side there are these 
fountains and this really elegant like ramp up to the town like this would seem to be the grand entrance to the town like this is what's facing the ocean and presumably commerce with other worlds there's no port i guess there's a gurdu port isn't there yeah maybe hundreds of years ago there was the gurdu port was like the actual harbor for the realm of termina and then you would take a wagon up the beach and up this ramp and into the commercial center of Clocktown is the west side that's true um and you would peddle your wares and you'd find a mysterious man who wants to sell you magic beans from a far-off land right but they come at a price for if you do not plant the beans within three days the man will come and claim your infant daughter and you ask how do you know about my infant daughter and the man disappears leaving the beans in your hand so you go home and you try to plant the beans but the beans say no 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 we will not be planted and they jump out of the ground and they run across the field you scamper after them and you grab one and he says no 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 i will not be planted and you stuff him deep into the earth you say stay down there bean and you chase the other one, but he's jumped down a well. So you climb down the, to the bottom of the well, and at the bottom of the well is the bean. It says, no, 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 I will not be planted. But you grab that bean, and you climb up the, the well with the bean clutched in your hand, and you thrust it down into the ground, and you say, stay down there, bean. Now you go after the third bean. But where is the third bean? You can't find it. And the sun is almost coming up. And the mysterious salesman has come with a stroller in which to bear away your infant daughter. I like that there's a tide pool here that has a chest at the bottom of it. That's cool. It's cool that you can see that chest and you're like, I'm gonna go down and get that at some point. I guess after I get the iron boots. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't read the Um, instruction manual. I assume this is just like Ocarina of Time and there are iron boots. Does the instruction manual say, then you'll be Zoralink, who can walk underwater? I'm almost certain it does. Okay. Makes sense. You want to let people know that that's coming, because it's one of the cool parts. Um, There's a big fence that makes it impossible to get to the bay unless you have something that can jump over the fence. It makes it very similar to the entrance to Lake Hylia in Ocarina of Time, although you can circumvent it there. The thing about the entrance to Lake Hylia is it looks like someone intentionally has blocked off the place. This looks like the ruins of some building, and it makes a lot less sense to me, I guess, that you can't just walk to the bay. Um, like, that that fence being in the way doesn't seem uh, narratively justified somehow. I like the idea there being like i hadn't interpreted it that way but that does make sense that this architecture matches with like the buildings we see in the bay yeah and it's like there's there's wrecks of bayside buildings here it's just strange that one of those wrecks would block the entire route to the the sea um and this is where you can see pinnacle rock in 3d um pinnacle rock is way the heck over there that's kind of cool. You see that as you're heading out there. Yeah. Um, this has it. been Termina Field. It's got four sides and four features. That's true. 
Is there anything else to say about Term in the Field? I think we hit all the notes I was going to hit, but there's a lot left to talk about. Did you notice that after you won the rock, paper, scissors, we ended up doing it in my order anyway? Oh, I forgot. That's yeah, fine. I noticed you forgot. Yeah, because I played you. Fair enough. Well, now I guess I'll let you think that you are deciding what we're going to talk about on the next episode. Well, I think we already agreed. It's, that it's, it was. It's Woodfall, right? Woodfall region? Well, like, on the way to there, yeah. Yeah. I forget exactly how we're going to do I it. forget the demarcation, but we're going south. That's the yeah. most important thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.